Welcome to Sideline Sports. I hope everybody is having a good evening. Before we start, uh, we told you guys it's going to be a jam-packed episode, so here we go. We got a word from our sponsor for today's episode, and if you can't see it on my shirt right here, we are sponsored by Manscaped. Guys, this is the Lawnmower 4.0. I've been using this thing for years now. This thing is the best. Eric, Eric I, let me explain. This thing is the best. Men, John and JB, you can attest to this, and I will let you guys have your testimonial in a moment. Guys, if you are shaving down in your privates, I'm not. I'm, I know it sounds funny, dude. It sucks. It is the worst. Okay, the amount of times you nick and scrape and hurt yourself, it happens all the time. This thing is a lifesaver. Okay, I was just using it uh, today. Okay, this thing is it's the best because when you got to clean yourself up, you got to do a little manscaping, right? You don't want to hurt yourself because it sucks. It is. It's terrible. This thing, the lawnmower 4.0. It's the best. Absolutely love it. I've turned JB and John onto it. And I, I know you guys, you use other products that you absolutely love. So please tell the viewers what you use other than this, this absolute beauty of a product. So, I mean, I got my favorite thing right here, the bowl deodorant. Now That's important. You, know, you go, listen, Eric, we're in locker rooms all the time, right? Fair enough. What could be worse than, than the smells that come out of a locker oh. room? You know, after the shower, throw some of this on. You're nice and dry all day. Oh, it's great. You're feeling great. It's beautiful. Definitely get some uh, bowl deodorant. Can't Absolutely. go wrong. John, what do you John? got with you today? Look, I've got the Crop Reviver. Now, what is the Crop Reviver? This is interesting because you're with your significant other, whoever that may be. You want yourself to look good. Now, typically down there, it doesn't look very good. But we got what's called a ball toner, which actually oh, is pretty nice because when your significant other looks down there and it's going to happen. Yeah, it's a dirty. It's dirty to talk about that, you know, <laughs> that in the bedroom stuff. But when nice. they look at that stuff, typically it's not very pretty. But if you tone, Absolutely. think about toning your balls down. there. You think about the combination of what we have. You clean it with the lawnmower. You make it smell better with uh, JB when he had the ball deodorant. And, and then you got to make, nice then you make golden, it look beautiful. I golden mean, bronze perfect. look down there. Okay. All right, Man. fellas. How come I'm the last to be brought to the party on this one? You three have had this. Jake, you've been talking about this for years now. John and JB, we've been, I mean, I thought I was friends. So we were all friends here, fellas. So, all right. Eric, Eric Jake, I have good on. news for you. I have how can she news? resist Please. you? I mean, or I, I, I have good news. I need Eric. some of this. Go to manscaped.com right now. And okay. if you use the promo code SSN, that is SSN, all caps, for Sideline Sports Network, you will get 20% off and free shipping. And this uh, this code will be available to anybody that sees this, including you, Eric, all the way through the end of this Act year. Now. So I'm telling you, go use it. Because between yeah, one, two, and three, it's the best combination. You got all clean. Right, well, fellas, you're clean shaven. You. I'll be back you smell good. I'm going to go get mine. So I'll talk to you all in a minute. I'm going to go get mine right now. I'll be Make sure you grab your credit hurt. card. <laughs> Listen, Christmas is coming up. There's Absolutely. nice packages. You know, they have all this together in a package with a T-shirt. Jake, show them that bag that you used to take around your stuff. Oh, this, ba- this beautiful thing? Or on the road. Oh, this is the best. I love this thing. I mean, you got everything you need goes right in here. Absolutely perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, this thing's like, it's oh, the best. man. Absolutely it looks like a football almost. It's I love gorgeous. It. 
comes with the boxers and the shirts you guys have. Oh, on. you mean you mean these bad boys? <laughs> oh, you you know you don't think I have these readily available? Of course I do. I was wearing these things are amazing. Listen, Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah's here. Absolutely. You know, now is the time to get the gifts for your significant others, your family Absolutely. members, your the men in your life. You know. Hey, and and one. don't forget. Women, females, they have products for you guys, too. You're not excluded on this. There are plenty of things for you guys, too. So anybody, this stuff is for you guys. Don't forget SSN. See, I mean, Eric, you came, you came and see Eric right now. Eric is so excited. He's going to buy stuff I mean, as we speak. I mean, think about 20% off. That's a fifth of the price. It's a great deal. Knocked off just because you add in sideline sports networks ssn all caps ssn all caps on manscape.com go there manscape.com there you go there you go i mean it works for us guys i mean i i love what else to say man i love it i'm i am satisfied significant others happy everybody's happy everybody's go into the locker room you see all the athletes with their you know full deodorant making sure they smell good you know can't go wrong. 20% off code SSN. Make sure you order it now for Christmas. But let's get on to the show, fellas. Let's get to our regularly scheduled programming. Hopefully Eric can rejoin us in a few minutes if he's not too busy. I know he's uh, very excited about buying his stuff. Uh, actually, before we get to a regular scheduled program, I also can't forget Score No Score, our other sponsor, our constant sponsor. Uh, Eric uh, is not this Eric, actually a different Eric. Work with him closely. Uh, score No Score is our constant uh constant people we're working our with we flagship them. sponsor they are yes there you go thank you couldn't have said it better myself um they are taking over the sports app industry yes with score no score if you are watching football you should be playing score no score it is I agree. the most fun i had a bunch of people play we played during monday night football last night not a lot of scoring so you know no. it was a rough night because of the weather but <laughs> You know what? I made it interesting with the score no score app. That's uh, probably more coins for you. I mean, you probably yeah. guess that many scores weren't going to happen. So if you, it's if more you guess the one right, you're good. Absolutely. Lots All of right. fun. Download the app. Have some fun. You never know. We'll be on there as well. Always. Okay. All right. All right. I'm back, fellas. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, first off, Jake. Next time you get a huge uh, endorsement like that, could you could you let me in on this maybe? Uh, but I, I did. I, 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 I thought I thought they told you. I take I take responsibility. I, I, thought... I, I took advantage of the twenty percent. Um, SSN was the code. Thank you guys so much. And I just placed my order for my. I ordered the entire package, the lawnmower four So, man, I'm definitely gonna be checking that out. But anyhow, love it. What, what's going on, man? How's everybody doing? Everybody, I'm I'm good, man. Well, I know you're good. <laughs> I mean, I just told you about everything that I got. I'm I happy. mean, I'm satisfied. JB, right. you you brought up the game last night, and I gotta tell you, it wasn't a good game. But you know what? How was that not a good game? No, well, I, I, in terms of offense, game. I mean, talk, like, he was talking about That's offensive scoring. But I gotta tell you, there's there's one thing I will say. There's a reason the Pats are number one right now. They showed it last night. They got a strong defense, a good run game. They they planned effectively. It's as simple as that. They. They didn't have to throw the ball. They did exactly what they had to do. And you know what? They came out as winners. Listen, it might not have been such a, a good scoring game if you were on the score, no score app. But in terms of overall football game, I have to admit, what we saw last night was an old school barn burner. 
between two AFC East teams. And I wish Buffalo would have found a way to get it done. But, you know, when your kicker wasn't doing his job and your run game wasn't what you needed it to be, I mean, Josh Allen can really only do so much. But when he slung that ball, man, he he had some nice he had some nice throws, yeah. but it just wasn't happening. He still looked good for what was happening. I exactly. Mean, he looked great. All things considered. Absolutely. But I mean, listen, as much as I'm I respect what the man under the hood has done over the last two decades, you cannot ignore that with a rookie quarterback and some key pieces, New England back on top. I mean, not really that surprised, to be honest with you. I, I said it uh it was last week or two weeks ago. I said Patriots are gonna win this division, I think. And you guys Nah, no, you I thought don't. I was great. I, I still believe it. I mean, the I, one thing we've talked about at Buffalo, they're missing one key component. They don't have a run game still. And that was their fatal flaw last night. That's the one thing they need. If you give them especially, a gym, what? especially in a bad weather game like exactly. last night, where the running game is so important. Well, that's know? what I mean. And then, you, and then you're playing, you know, one of the greatest minds in football and Bill Belichick. I just wrote about that on the inscriber of their of the sports section by Sideline Sports. Another another thing we're about. Another thing we're doing. Guys, do we sleep? No. No, we don't. We just no. grind. What are you talking about? No. I don't no. even know what that is. What is <laughs> sleep? Never heard of it. But but yeah, I mean I wrote about that week how, you know, right now New England would play in Buffalo yesterday is going to take control of the division. I mean, they had the help of the weather and the Bills floor, like you said, that running game, and it totally totally turned that division around now. Buffalo's out of the driver's seat anymore. Hey, John, you said last night on the sports arena when we were talking, Mac Jones had thrown one pass the entire first half of the game. His stats for last night, two for three, 19 yards. You can't get Zero it. interceptions, zero interceptions, Zero touchdowns. When has the last time we've ever heard of a quarterback having two for three, 19 yards, Believe and me, winning a football 1974 game? 1974 was the last time, time ago. somebody attempted. I want to say the Pats were the last passes. team to do that as well. I think. Um, I could be wrong. I, I'm it, not exactly sure who, but two passes in, I believe, 1974 was the last time. It, I can it's remember. been a long time. That's crazy. But this should not count it. I mean, people are going to – I saw a dumb stat today in our chat. Somebody posted something from CBS, and it said three quarterbacks have won six road games as a rookie in history. And they put – It was probably Tom Brady. It, no, it was Ben Roethlisberger, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes, and – no, not Patrick Mahomes because he was a rookie and he didn't play. Forget who else, but Mac Jones was on there too. And I was like, seriously, you're putting Mac Jones on there. He didn't yeah. win yesterday's game. He literally didn't do anything at all. Yeah. So do not give him credit for a win because he did zero. Um, John, no, 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 was oh. there was there a quarterback playing for the New England Patriots last night? I can't yes tell. No. There was three yes. passes. John. Okay, fine. John, was there a man under center last night for the New England Patriots? Yes or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you have to give – he was on the field. He was not injured. He did play the game. 
it was not a typical quarterback, what we expect and what we're kind of accustomed to. But you have to put him in that conversation because he was the guy under center. He may not have played quarterback last night. He may have just been, hey, I'm going to hand it off to you. Hey, I'm going to hand it off to you. Hey, I'm going to dink one to you. Hey, I'm going to throw one to you. Hey, I'm going to miss this guy. There you go. You just named all three of his passes. But exactly. that's what I'm saying to you. But you know what? Josh, they won the game, a, didn't they? He still yeah, had to take every step in bad weather and not fumble and the ball. And hand the ball off. And not yeah, but you know what? Hold on. You say that, exchange. but Josh Allen had a fumble last. I think they credited with him, which it really shouldn't have been his fault. I think it was a handoff to – I think it was Matt Breida was the one that was trying to get the ball. It doesn't matter. It's one of the Bills' few running backs. I think they credited Josh Allen with the fumble because of a bad uh, exchange. But uh, that goes to JB's point, which is you even though if you even if you want to say oh it's the running back's fault for the you know the the missed connection on on receiving the ball whatever doesn't matter you still got to have someone to hand off the ball and exactly. the Bills had one mistake where they didn't hand off the ball properly and guess who gets you know who gets penalized for it the quarterback so I know he didn't do the sexy stuff like go throw for four hundred yards. But he handed the ball off, and he had to do it effectively. For nineteen, I know, but I'm saying he had to effectively hand the ball off, and I know that sounds really silly. I know that sound. I know, I know that sounds silly that he had to effectively hand the ball off. But think about it. It, At one point, it was snowing. It was very windy. He could have easily had one. All took all would have taken. Josh Allen threw one almost two hundred yards. He threw for a buck fifty. John, come on, one hundred forty-five. One hundred forty-five. That's nowhere close to two hundred. Exactly. That's a lot more than Mac Jones. That's not saying much. It's because they don't have a run game. If they had a run game, that wouldn't have been the problem. And and to Eric's point, Eric said that their kicker couldn't do the job. Did you watch the video that was posted before the game where Tyler Bass tried to kick, I think it was a 30-yard field goal in pregame, and he kicked it, and it never made it to the goalpost because the wind took it. It got halfway. The wind took it and pushed it all the way behind him. Did you see that? Okay, so I'm not blaming any kicker for not doing his job last night on field goals because so of wait, that way. So the kickers, the kickers get a pass, but the guy right. who's got to hand the ball off in bad weather with a slippery football. Thank you, multiple times. How many times did Josh Allen throw it? Thirty. I just looked it up. Thirty. Times. Okay, all right. And he had a fifty percent completion percentage. Fifteen for thirty for a buck I'm forty-five. I'm just saying he's going to the ball. Right. Yeah, but John, you know why? Do you know how many times yeah. they ran the ball? They didn't even break thirty rushing attempts. Why? They no, had, they're not a running team. But that's the and point. That's what, that's, and that's, that's what I was saying. Go anywhere. This is why we had this conversation last year in the playoffs. They're not going to go anywhere. That's why they get me, a running back. I think the Colts are a more dangerous team at times, and I say that, and I'm going to tell you why. I told. Yeah. I've been telling they, Eric they this for weeks about the Colts. They have a solid passing game, yes. and they have a fantastic running back. With yep. a strong offensive line and, and a defense, defense that doesn't screw up, it plays yeah. well. That's I what you need. Tell the Bills are missing one. I know, but the, I'm saying, but I'm using them as an example. Yeah, I oh, but I'm saying dangerous. the Bills are missing one key component that the Patriots have, that the Colts also have. They all they you know, they they both have quarterbacks that can play. I'm not saying their quarterbacks are better, but they're quarterbacks that can play the game and won't lose the game. That's the important thing. They may not go out and win it, but they won't lose the team the game for their team. They have running backs, they have a running back or running backs, multiple, depending on which team you're talking about, that go out there and they can run effectively. They have strong offensive lines, they have defenses that help win games. The Bills have all of that except for the running backs. That's the one thing the Bills are missing. If the Bills had great running backs that could do what you know we see from Jonathan Taylor, or we see from the multiple Patriots running backs last night. 
the Bills would have won that game because they would have been able to run the ball, but they couldn't because they just don't have the guys to do that. I'm That's not arguing the Bills flaw. are. I'm not arguing the Bills are the best. Team I know. I'm just I'm saying. Not. I'm just telling you the Patriots are not what their record says they are. Why are? Just they? so you know. Time so, out. Time because, out. John. Yeah. What's my don't don't what's you my, dare give me that that uh, Bill Parcells. Story? Don't give me that Bill Parcells nonsense. What's That's outdated. It's an You're outdated. Out Stop for a second. When you don't make mistakes, right? You win games like last night, and you control your own destiny. That's the difference between Bill Belichick and that was his, and, and most of the other coaches and, and, in the and NFL. I'd, I'd like to point out that's to me that was a statement win. I know it wasn't in the typical fashion that you would look for a statement win, and I say that because in a statement win, you'd think it's good conditions usually, and you're thinking it's going to be a quarterback duel or it's going to be defensive. It's it's going to be more than just running the ball. But you know what? They outcoached the Bills. They outplayed. They outplayed the Bills. They won the game. Why would and they you earned check? it? And it Jake, was I'll, I'll disagree. I'll disagree with you and say they got outcoached because I don't feel they got outcoached. Sean McDermott utilized what he had. You guys have all sat here and said Buffalo Bills need a. They need a run game. Okay, and I agree with you. They do. They need to get some serious thoroughbreds back there to hold and run the rock. But they didn't get outcoached. Because if the game would have been a bigger disparity, then I would say they got outcoached. Sean McDermott did what he had to do. The elements were against him. He was playing, in my opinion, a better coach than him. So he had to play up to that level. But what I will do is I will say what Sean McDermott said in the postgame press conference. I'm not giving Belichick more credit. Sean McDermott's a big baby. No, oh my, are you serious? He's John? a big baby. Wow. So is so is uh okay. their safeties. Right. They're okay. th- this oh. this is oh, I have a problem with this with how Why? they're I'm gonna pause him because I want to hear what Eric had to say. Because John, you sir are out of order. Eric, please continue what you have I, to say. I just I just what I what I was gonna no, and I, I was actually finished. What I said was, <laughs> you know, we understand the greatness that is Bill Belichick. When you play against him. You have to be on on a different level. You have to elevate yourself Absolutely. to a different level. And that still might not even compare to where he is. What I'm saying to you is this, Jake, yes, was a, I don't consider it to be a statement win. It was a necessary win, but not a statement state. win. It was a necessary win to maintain your position in the AFC East and the AFC in general, number one. And number two, you know you have to see them again, and they're coming to your house, and they're going to bring the, everything in the kitchen sink to make that sure the that dome, they don't get swept. No, if that game's no. in a dome, how's that? How's that fall? How's that game go, Jake? How's that game go? I don't, know. I don't because know. it's a blowout. I can, no, I don't I know. That. No, 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 hold on. Oh, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. That's a blowout I, if it's in a dome. Absolutely not, if you listen. Yeah, because the reason they wouldn't let Mac Jones throw is because he would have got killed by the Buffalo that's, defense in the no, pass rush. that's not They why. wouldn't let him die to that pass John, rush John, like two John, a day week John, two. John, He know John, they, wow. Bill Belichick knows you what that You want me to answer the question? Do you want me to answer the question or do you want to give your opinion? Because I don't know All how right. that would have gone. But I don't think that you understand what would have, because you have to understand this. I think I would have been a defensive battle. I think that's yeah. what would have happened. I think that the Patriots' defense is arguably just as good, if not better, than the Bills' defense right now. They're playing on you know, this other level that I don't think a lot of us expected. I think you could have looked at their defense on paper and said, they might be good, 
you know, they won't be bad, but they're not going to be what they are now. They're one of the top defenses in the whole league. They're up there in that gotta, conversation. So I, I don't know what would have happened. Jake. Yeah, I don't know what would have happened. I think Josh Allen would have thrown the ball more, uh, you know, like well, rather not more, more effectively rather. Like he, you know, he threw it, but I think it would be more effective. But the reason he wasn't effective was because of the elements. I think Mac Jones would have thrown the ball more. I also think he would have been effective because there wouldn't have been the elements. I think he may not have played better than Josh Allen, but he still would have played well enough to not lose the game, like I always say. And I don't know how this game would have gone. It's very possible that the Bills would have then won. I don't know, though. There's no way for me to, to know that. I, I, I can't tell you because I don't know how the defenses would have stepped up for either squad. There's no way for me to know that. I don't know what the game plan would have been for Bill Belichick. I don't know what he would have done. I don't know if Sean McDermott would have changed his game plan. Probably not. Based on how many times he threw the ball, I doubt he would have changed the game plan for the most part. I mean, obviously, I think he may have had a couple more deep shots, bigger plays. But in terms of choosing to pass as many times as he did, I don't think that would have changed. I think relatively, the big difference would have been is that Mack would have thrown more. That's it. But I don't know what would have happened based on the defenses. I, I don't know. Cool. Look so- at that. If the if the Patriots didn't make a trade with the Ravens back when Baker Mayfield was the number one pick, the Giants probably get Lamar Jackson with Saquon Barkley. Then they go out and sign some great offensive linemen. Maybe we're talking about the Giants being a great team right now. But guess what? It never happened. So we can't talk about if the game was in the dome. Get out of here. No. What, what are we going to talk about? If I were to move to Germany, would I be doing this show right now? Wow. Maybe. Just... They have streaming services in Germany. God. I'm not going to knock their technological advances. The game was in bad weather. Belichick coached to his team's strengths. He knew what he had to do to to win the game. So his team's strength is his quarterback throwing it three times? That's what he needs to do. In in that environment, in that environment, John, yes. In that environment, let's stick to what was laid out last night. It was in Buffalo. It was windy. You said it yourself. The kicker there was snow too. Don't forget because, that. There was some and, snow. And the elements, the elements yeah. play a factor. Okay. This wasn't down here in Tampa. This wasn't in uh, Lucas Oil. This wasn't out in Candlestick or the Bay Area. This was in Buffalo. So what do you do? You have to encompass, as a head coach, that's your job. You have to encompass everything, take everything into consideration, realize it, analyze it utilize it to get the W. That's what you have to do. It was a nice win for them. And the bills are extremely soft (laughs) because when the chips are down, they are sore losers. Clearly they can't win. They can't win with grace or lose with grace. You got to have grace. Bills are sore losers. I'm going to start with that because I I want to explode. I want to piggyback off your earlier point, Eric, because you said about that. And I think it's kind of a, Bush League thing for their guys to do in that press conference to be unprofessional and go out. It's like breaking character in a TV show. You're supposed to be professional and stay on point. And Micah Hyde and whoever else was there were whiny little babies. And I don't appreciate that them reacting like that because you're supposed to hold yourself as a professional. And then Sean McDermott to say that like a chump. John, I just don't respect. First they, off, I'm not going to let, no you, I'm not gonna let you disrespect Sean McDermott, and he's not even my head he's coach. A okay, chump. I've seen he's Sean better than McDermott, your head coach, though. and I've seen what he's been able to do with a team that, for so many years, was the laughing stock of the AFC East. 
Okay. You go to four Super Bowls and you lose all four of them, and you have guys like Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas. All right. So I'm not going to let you sit here and disrespect that man for what he's been able to do with that team, pulling the pieces around him and utilizing this team to where they are playoff contenders each and every year. One year. Now, one big year. That's it. One big year. Okay. It's been one all year. Right. All right. I mean, what else have okay. they done? Okay. All right. But here's what I'm going to say to you, getting back to the players and to the coach. John, you are on a different pedigree, if you will, when it comes to holding yourself to a higher standard. Do you hold yourself to a higher standard and a higher professionalism than most? When things don't go your way, what does John Shear do? He analyzes it, he takes it in, and then he reroutes that energy to make something more positive of the situation. But you don't let people see you sweat. So, John, I applaud that. I recognize that. And my brother, I've got a lot of respect for that because even me in my whole situation and you and I have had many conversations about some of the stuff that I've been through, I have had to hold myself to a higher regard. All right. But John, in the moment, I'm going to tell you right now, if I was Micah Hyde or Sean McDermott or anybody else, knowing that that was our game to take from this team, our AFC East divisional rival. This was supposed to be our year. We let the cat out the bag, all right? They weren't pissed off at Bill Belichick. They were pissed off at themselves. But they ain't going to let you see that. So when a reporter oh, asked They a, did let us see that because okay, of what his comments me, about McDermott said. When, when, okay, the situation occurs, there are times when we come down to be pure humans and we react on our emotions. So did they make a mistake? I don't feel they made a mistake because the reporter, I think, was trying to get a soundbite. Okay, we have sat in these media rooms. But isn't that, think- isn't that your job to not take the bait, right? John, the, sometimes, the, sometimes it can't be helped. Sometimes it can't be helped. There is an exception, John, and I'm saying not everybody's going to be right. John Shear. I no, no, I'm just, I'm just you. saying, like as the athlete, that's your job is to not take that bait because you but know so, what they're doing. But sometimes the human emotion takes over, John, and sometimes we react in such a way that is not indicative to who we are supposed to be. Just okay? want to put this out there real quick. <laughs> All right. So that doesn't take away from him being a I'm, chump I'm because just, when just, the chips are down, funny. you see I'm his just true colors. Funny. Just I'm funny. just saying, you see his true colors when the chips yeah. are down. But, John, but okay, when is the last time McDermott says something like that, John? When is the last time? Don't dealing worry, dealing I'll wait. The media is just a part of your job. It's not, when is the last time McDermott has had the chips down? It's been years, right? It's been a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Everything's been going peachy for them. You're going to let this one instance now make you classify him as a chunk. That's what you're telling me. The, so the man has true done, colors when thing when the chips So the are man down. has done so much good for that organization and one, so much good for thing. that team. Wow. But you, John Shear, are going to recognize this one instance and say, now you're a chunk. Yeah. Yeah. I I, exactly. I will agree. I will agree to disagree cool with McCain. you. John. Cool McCain with the exact perfect comment. 
Thank you, Cole. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle it as a professional athlete or a coach John, or whatever, then you don't John, belong John, in the business. Okay. Then, John, John no, no, no. Then my last piece of advice to you, John Shear, is as sideline sports and this network grows, the minute sometime, the minute someone comes and bashes you on Twitter and says you are not worth the salt that you put up and the product you put out, John, the first time you go attack somebody, I'm going to remind you of this exact conversation. Because right. that's why I always say to anybody that I meet, media world, non-media world, please excuse what I'm about to say, but this is my intro. It's been my intro my entire life. Hi, my name is Eric Wilson. I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And you want to know why I do that? I do that for two reasons. Number one, I'm very truthful about myself. And number two, no one can ever come back and say to me, when I do become that asshole, I didn't warn you. <laughs> oh, I'm not pretending. I'm not an asshole. I'm, I'm just, just a professional. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. A professional asshole. I'm just letting you know. Because, John, you already know. If someone attacks you, and, you and ain't got to say to, nothing. To quote, I'll, I'll go ahead and, to I'll quote go ahead and the, take care of it for you. The but. incredible Mel Brooks and the lovely movie Spaceballs. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Welcome <laughs> to the book. Anyhow, and look, I'm sorry. Duke we University trying to hire Jason Garrett. You know, I mean, yeah, just, just clap great. it up, boys. Clap Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, have fun, Duke. Have fun Listen, with that. It comes down with to the clap John, everybody has bad days. Everyone's gonna make mistakes. Nobody is perfect. That was a big game for them, but I get them being upset. And you know what? They're the Buffalo Bills in a bad weather game at home. They have no business losing that game. That's, yes, that yeah. should upset them. If they're happy and they're just your regular PC media quotes. If I was a fan of that team, I'd be more pissed off than I am right now. I right. want them to have emotion. Yep. That's what they needed after last night. They yep. didn't need, yep. oh, they just played a better game. We're going to come out and get them next time. No. They needed emotion, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing. Sometimes in life, you got to put up. Sometimes you got to shut up. Sometimes you got to be a little bit more professional. But what Sometimes about being a sore things. loser? Hang on. Oh, so, it's not so like then, being a sore loser. So then John, Lamar Jackson yeah, was a sore loser. Point. Oh, you know what I point. think about Lamar Jackson. God? Okay, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have to say something to get your team ready. Yes, Judd. Right now, you are acting like a loser because you're not letting other people. <laughs> no, L freaky. Across. He's yes. L freaky yes. for the L. The cat- yes. Yes, right now. Yes, John, we understand that you are recognizing you're being a little bit of a loser right now. I appreciate Man, that. I, my team didn't lose yesterday. My team is on a oh, five-game win streak. So John, you beat – all right, you know what? You want to talk about beating the Giants? We beat your Giants. So, John, no, 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 time out, time out. John, you know who you beat? Do you know who you beat? Hold on. You did not beat the New York football Giants. I mean, yes, obviously, hey, technically. You lost. You did. Well, the I New York football Giants but, haven't existed in, like, almost a decade. No, 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 no. Hold on. Do you want to know who you beat, John? Do I need to remind you who you beat? Because, yeah, technically, I The only play who's given to us. I, and that's There's fun. nothing we can do about that. And that's that. fun. But, John, you beat this man right here, Mr. Giraffneck. Okay? <laughs> I don't care. I that's mean, yes, your team's yes, fault for employing him. And, and that's fun. John, no. I admit, you won, and I give you credit. You won. Congratulations. But, God, <laughs> you beat a dude. That's, it's Giraffneck. That's what I call him. It's okay? more neck than head. That's what I'm saying. So, John, I mean, hey, congrats. You won. Jason I didn't Garrett's think we were going to win that game, there. though. John, I never thought we were going to win that game with, with Mike Glennon at the helm. I, I If Daniel Jones was going to play, I didn't think we were going to win either. But I figured we'd have a better chance. Okay, you beat us with our backup. I'm not impressed. If you would have lost that game, I'd be concerned. John, 
you beat what I would call the St. John's preseason schedule, the Sisters of the Poor. That's who St. John's plays before every <laughs> season. And my friend tells me that every year when I'm saying, oh, they're 9-2. You have beat the Sisters of the Poor in your five-game winning streak. And, and what yeah, do you mean, the Baltimore Ravens are the Sisters of the Poor? No, we're talking about beating teams like the Giants. No, he said and, in your five-game win streak, you beat Sisters you of the Poor. One, Baltimore Ravens one, are that? One, one quality win. The Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, Ravens are... are I mean, the Panthers have one of the best defenses in football, and we manhandled them. No. Yes. Yeah, they, yes, they do. 30, Why don't yeah, you look 30, at the stats? Thirty-three to ten. They they did. They no, that's not what I mean, John. That team beating them is not impressive. I'm, I'm not. What do you impressed. mean they have one of the best defenses in football? Cam was coming off a big game, or Cam was back. Remember, Cam was back. That was all that hype. Goal. It was one game, John. That's no, why. But but the I'm not impressed. There. CMC John, was back and healthy. Sean, you haven't beat anybody impressive to me, John. This is a not Dolphins Baltimore. team. You know what? John, you want to talk about being on a five-game win streak? This is also a team that lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let that sink in. It doesn't you, matter. I mean, the Tennessee Titans lost to the Jets. I, and I think that was pathetic. Things happen. What do you want me to say? I think that was pathetic. And if you want to talk about a team on a winning streak, let's go further north. Let's let's talk about the team from last night. How many games in a row did they win? Uh, this is their sixth win, isn't it? Or right. seventh? Um, I, think, I think it's six or seven. Six. Six. I think it's six. Yeah. And, and that's one more yeah. than, than your Dolphins. And okay. maybe Buffalo. Buffalo, who's a right. quality team. Yeah, well, because of the elements. You said it yourself. Because of the, because of the elements. No, because they didn't yes. make mistakes. Because they, they okay. played a, a clean football no, game. No, they're on a, JB, they're on a seven-game win streak. And just game. remind yourself okay. who won between the Patriots and Dolphins in Foxborough earlier this year. John, John that, that was game that, John, that was Win is a win. John, uh, you can't on. take away our dub. John, I'm not taking away your W, but it's week Thank one, you. all right? And what week you have to recognize is anything and everything happens week one, please. I'm not – you know what? John, you know what? The we schedule favored this. you to face New England because I guarantee you, if you would have had to go to New England now, your Dolphins would be tuna by the time they got out of Gillette Stadium. <laughs> They'd be frozen and served up on a platter. Come on Just now. so you know, the fourth You will be team, playing them again, so the lose fourth, to them. Only the fourth team in NFL history to start 1-7 and seven and get to 6-7. and seven. Only three other teams have ever done that. No John, team has ever w- had a winning record, so we have an opportunity to break that John, record. Nobody's ever done it. Congratulations. You know what you're earning? You're earning the it's right. It's like when the, the Red Sox came team. back down three nothing against the Yankees. Nobody John, ever done it. Uh, John, you're you're just earning the right to lose in the playoffs, just like all the NFC East wow. teams. Whoever whoa, wins the whoa, NFC East whoa. earns a right to lose in the playoffs, whoa. usually. Slow your roll, pimp. Hold the phone. Okay. <laughs> First off, NFC East teams are going into divisional playoffs. And just because Dallas is has a two to three game lead over the rest of that division, with the exception of the Giants. Uh, I believe there's a lot of Washington things now? that could turn two? around. It's two for Washington, yeah. three for Absolutely. Philadelphia. No, what but I'm we saying going is into, no, 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 whoever, what I'm saying is whoever goes there is not winning a game. No, Philly okay. has six wins, right? Dallas has eight. Dallas, two yeah. games, two game separation. No, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Philly's not far off either. Everybody's talking oh. about Washington, but Philly's right there. Oh no, like I said, trust me, I. Believe you me, I understand my and team. And they get a game in Philly against week. Dallas, right? They get so, game. yeah. Yeah, but the, the problem with Philly, they have the extra loss because they have another bye yet. Well, it's so Dallas seven. plays this week at Washington. So Exactly. Which is not an easy game right now well, in the elements. Well, the, 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 division, the division games are always a crapshoot because they beat each other up and they know each other so well. You yeah. can't look at a division game and say, oh, it's a definite win. Not in NFC East. 
No. Not in any but, division. But that's no. exactly what I'm saying to you. So Washington plays Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly, and then they finish with New York. Okay. Dallas still has to play Arizona, which is going to be a tough game for them. Now that game is going to be in Jerry world, but the rest of their games are divisional games. The rest of my teams are all divisional games. All right. So you control your own destiny. So yes, we control our own destiny. If Washington beats Dallas and then we can run the table, which is, Please, sweet, let me be Jesus. That's what I need. You I'm never just know saying. in the damn division. You never know. It's gonna. I'm telling no. you right now. It's gonna come down to that last week. I said this. It's gonna get flexed Sunday night. It's gonna get flexed Sunday night, and it's gonna be Cowboys Eagles for the division. Some goofy way. That's what I said. I said <laughs> that back in August. I said that when the schedule came out. So, just saying, I'll run the tape back for you. Trust me. Sideline Sports. You heard it here first. Well, second actually, but. I'm anyway. sure we all laughed back. My, my point is, oh, is, you did. Whoever comes out of that division, generally speaking, isn't going anywhere anyway. Okay, that was you say I mean. that, it doesn't Jake. matter. You get to the playoffs, you have a shot. I know. No, you I'm say not that, saying Jake, that. But if two teams should get in from the NFC East, I will seriously have a rant about anybody moving forward calling our division the NFC least. Because remember when the Giants got in both times, they squeaked in both times. Went on to beat the Patriots both times. Legendary wins. The oh, Eagles John, I remember. Trust me, I in, remember. And the Eagles got their way in, and then they were able to beat teams they shouldn't have beat. And I thought the Eagles were dead once they got past, the, I believe it was the Falcons. I was like, yeah, this team has no shot. Yeah, they played the Vikings, and the Vikings went up 7 nothing. I was like, see, it's going to be a blowout. Eight and then nothing. I come back like 10 minutes later, and the Eagles were up by like three scores. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Like... So you never know. Like the Eagles and the Giants have proved that just because that team gets in, it don't mean nothing. Look at the Seahawks whenever they were seven and nine, and the Saints were the world champs from the year before, and the Saints were seven and nine hosting a playoff game against them. And the Saint and the Seahawks beat them with beast mode, beast beast quake. So just because you know you have a bad record doesn't mean you can't win a playoff game. Don't, don't give me I'm that. Not this is the NFL, won't. not the NBA or NHL. I'm or not saying they won't. I'm saying they don't have a good chance, generally speaking. Okay. Well, Jake, it's generally I, I speaking. Will, Jake, I, just, I will be happy to come back on this show, the flagship show of Sideline Sports Network, and remind you of this conversation should, if not one, but both teams make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Or even better, if the two make it teams – out of the first round of the playoffs? Wow. Eric, you're killing me here. Hey, I see? see I'm not the only one hey. that sees it this way. I listen. I understand that. See, Jake, your hat signifies something to me. Okay, your hat signifies pedigree. Your hat signifies legacy. Okay, you can say that about your baseball team. You can't say that about your football team. Oh, but I can. Okay. All right. I sure can. All right. You know what? Beating Tom Brady and the undefeated squad is legacy enough for me. All right. You you did it. You did it. And no one thought you had a chance, except I did actually root for you that year. And then when you repeated it several years later, I was like, I saw something. I was like, huh. So Tom Brady has a problem facing NFC East teams teams. in the Super Bowl. So then when we got there, I was like, oh, 41 to 33? Okay. (laughs) Signifies that, oh, yeah, I got this. (laughs) So now I understand. So you got it. All right. Uh, I think we have to talk about this. Uh, I think you both, or all three, you probably know where I'm going with this. You got to talk about the Lions game. I mean, you know what? Good for them. I, I don't want to make fun of the Vikings. I don't even want to go that way. I mean, we can if you'd like to, by all means. 
But I want to start by saying, you know what? Congrats to the Lions. They finally earned a win. Because you know what? This I felt bad for this team because it's not like they've been blown out in every single game. They've had games where they could have totally won. And they definitely play with a lot of heart. Good for them to finally win. Seriously, good for them. They are they really I mean, I, I almost I, I honestly felt bad for them that they hadn't won previously. I'm happy to see them finally win because they really did deserve at least one win somewhere along the uh, you know along the way at some point. And they they they, they should have won more than one game, but that's a you know that's a whole other that's, problem. That's the difference between a good team and a bad team. A good right. team finds ways to win those games and have more than one win. Well, to be fair, on. to be fair, to be fair, uh, the Ravens only beat them because Justin Tucker has arguably the greatest leg of all time. I'm yeah, just, but, I, I'm not. But their their defense could have. No, I know. I'm just saying. Back. So I mean, yes, Tucker made the kick, but still absolutely. Good teams find ways to win those games. Bad teams find way to, ways to lose. That's what I'm it comes saying. down to. I, I'm Campbell. glad they won. You know, good good for them. Great congratulations. <laughs> Said a lot of classy things after it. Yep. You know, they, they handled it as good as they can. Minnesota, I know you say you don't want to talk bad about them, but they need to blow that up, start over, because they have <laughs> way too much talent to play the type of football they're They playing. only need to do one thing. Let's get rid of Mike Zimmer. That's all no, you need to do. Things. You can get rid of Kirk Cousins. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Cousins. I mean, I think it's yeah. his contract year anyway. So, I mean, he goes with Zimmer. They, you know, they go hand in hand. But you get rid of Cousins and you get rid of Zimmer and you get a, a head coach. At, I'm not saying Zimmer's bad, but so, like I said yesterday, Eric, you get to a point with some coaches where that you hear their voice enough and you just kind of need a new voice. At I got to be honest with, with Kirk Cousins real quick. I don't know that he's the problem oh, entirely. Stop. I said oh, entirely. Hang on. You make a good point, John. And I read this article on the Inscriber by Sideline Sports News section by uh, Jacob Christner um, about coaches only staying three years, Larry Bird. Um, but all right, get back to your point, John. Always oh, tagging I- the product. He's he go go ahead with your Kirk Cousins no, nonsense. I'm not I mean, calling him just... good. I'm all, I'm not claiming he's good. I'm saying he's not the whole problem though. Statistically speaking, he's actually played very well this season. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm let's literally his stats? the only point I'm saying is he's not the only issue. That's it. Simple as that. It's very and simple. His stats he, have not translated into victories. And when right. you have big time names as weapons, and you are still not producing victories and you are needing assistance and help in past years just to get into the playoffs, um, this is where I have a problem. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk about him. I've done plenty of bad-mouthing on Kirk Cousins. I will leave that for another person to pick up that mantle. With regards to Mike Zimmer, John, after what you said last night, it really resonated with me. You know, sometimes you need that new, fresh voice. You need that new, fresh perspective, that that motivation to really kind of get you over what has been the obstacle in your way. But I want to show love to Dan Campbell because this man each and every week for the past 13, 14 weeks has come in and talked about the resiliency of this team and how he was behind this team and how he was the one motivating and cultivating this relationship. He was that fresh voice. And we knew eventually they were going to get a win. We knew that this team was not going to go 0-17. I'm thankful they did it against the Minnesota Vikings. But I really want to see how they capitalize now. Where do you go from here? 
is this going to be your only win of the season? Because remember, you also have a tie. But is this the beginning of the start for the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff to maybe now they finally took them all these games to get it under their belt and realize, hey, we can make this work. Them other games that we lost before, we we knew we were so close, but we finally found that missing piece, that missing ingredient. As JB said, we found that way to win. And so now let's run with it. Granted, we have nothing to play for this season. We're playing with house money. So let's go out there and have fun. And let's spoil some other people from not being able to get in, maybe. Like the Phoenix Suns of the bubble. What they do the next year. Yeah. What they do. What they do yeah. the next year, they came out and became one of the best teams in the West. There you go. Yeah, and we know that the NFC win. North is changing. We know yeah. that, that that division is changing. So, Absolutely. I mean, look, I'm trying to find the stats on it, so I'm like trying to do two things at once here. But, I mean, look, Kirk Cousins is not the only problem. I'm not saying he's not, not a problem. Statistically, he's played decent, and I don't know the defensive ranking stats. That's what I'm trying to find as we speak. But I don't know that the defense is uh, a lack mental fortitude. But, but what Eric was stats. saying, what Eric was saying is, I mean, if you have, he's had Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph. Whenever he was solid before he aged a couple years ago, he was a solid tight end in the league. They've had a lot of weapons on this team. All right, so hold and on. And he so, can't get it done with all these weapons that he's Forget about the handed. offense for a second, Jug. Hold on. All these so, games are close games. Maybe if the defense... Yeah, so stop, defensively, this is what have, I wanted to, yeah. to point out. I found out what I was looking for. So I'll give you offensive ranks and defensive ranks. Um, so the points for, so the points scored by uh, the Vikings, they're 11th overall. That's where they're ranked. And they're 6th in yards per game. That's offensive stats and then the defensive stats which is kind of the point i was looking for because I, I thought this would be true their defense is really actually near the bottom um points scored by the opposing team they're 25th in the league and yards per game that they give up they're 30th in the league so what i'm going to say is this i'm not saying kirk cousins is not to blame in some aspects but when you look at what he's done this season he's actually had a productive season where he's played relatively speaking actually quite well 33, almost 3,400 yards, 25 touchdowns, three only three interceptions. He's got a 106.3 passer rating, a 68.4 completion percentage. Decent stats, nothing uh, nothing to really complain about when you look at that. The defense has played poorly. So while, yes, there are some games you could absolutely go back and say Kirk Cousins could have been better, there's also games where you could say, yeah, the defense could have been better as well. And then take into account Dalvin Cooks with some games. Yeah, Alexander Madison's been fantastic. Yeah, in his, not, not so don't even that, knock that. Madison's no, no, been fantastic. God, it doesn't matter if Madison's the greatest running back play spread. You have Dalvin Cook. It doesn't matter if the backup is just as good. It's a psychological thing when you're in the locker room, and it changes the offensive play calling. You're not calling the same play. Yeah, it must Madison. suck you're when your running back has like 150 scrimmage yards. That must John, be real John, tough. John, you're not calling the same play for Madison as you call it for Cook, John. There's no excuse for Kirk Cousins not to be balling out every game, all game, with Justin Jefferson and John, Adam Thielen. Did you not hear the stats, Chuck? He's Jake, playing pretty, generally speaking, pretty well. What is this year three, and what has he done? John, Where have they gone? Where right, have they John. gone in three years but with John, all these but weapons? I think you're missing what I'm saying. 
I'm going to need you to listen to Jake for a second as he repeats the stats because it's not. Well, I know what the stats are, but the, the stats of, don't exactly tell the story. I understand that, but he's putting points up on the board. It's not like they're they are putting up points on the board. I just told you. Then why aren't they? Why why haven't they done I anything? I just told in three you. Years? Okay, in three if years. If, hold on. If you're, I'm talking about this year. If your offense is sixth in the league in scoring points, I believe that's what I said. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 16 yards. I was, I was 11th. 11th in points scoring. So they're almost in the top 10. That's a pretty it's pretty good. But when you have bottom of the league stats and defense, what it's what's going to happen is basically this. It's going to be you're scoring a lot of points, but you're also getting a lot of points scored on you. Something's going to give. If you just put by, by basically term of uh, a time of possession and – who gets last possession? If you don't have last possession and your defense is playing poorly, the other team just might march down the field and score on you. And Kirk Cousins may have thrown for five touchdowns and still not his fault. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. So I'm not me... saying he's not to blame in any respect because their games. I'm just curious how Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl with a terrible defense, and and he had and he had to do the same thing, but he had no John, problem going no, to win no. a Super Bowl. John, John, I'm just saying you can't compare Patrick Mahomes. And he had. They both have elite weapons. So so Jake, let me That's let me very see if I can let me see if I can provide a little different viewpoint here. But as John will tell you, I'm very much in his corner on this one. Why is it? that Ron Rivera and Tyler Henneke can know that when we're playing against the world champions, we need to control the time of possession. Yet Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer can't figure out control time of possession. If you know your defense is in the bottom, ranked in the bottom of the 32 teams in the NFL, and is allowing offenses to basically run or just their safeties are getting blown and nickels are getting blown. If you have all these weapons, why do you not control time of possession? Why do you just go out there and let's just score and just score and just score and oh. just score and put our defense, a defense that is not good by your numbers, put them back out on the field? So is that why a Kirk Cousins control? problem or a Mike Zimmer problem? I think it's both, which is part of what I was saying. I I, I have to say I have to say that's first off whoever the DC is in Minnesota, you need to be gone. That I mean, let me just say first and foremost. Let me get that out the way. Secondly, as the head coach, you should be able to recognize that hey, our defense isn't where we need them to be. So hey, Kurt, do me a favor. Since we have Dalvin Cook or an Alexander Madison or Justin Jefferson, or Kyle Rudolph, or an Adam Thielen. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is on the Giants now. Sorry. No, 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 That's but okay. he was. He was I, I, why don't we? Well, I'm assuming he was talking about this season. Right. I'm sorry. Right. If you want to talk about this season, then you're right. I'm yeah. My apologies. That's, no, it's okay. Let's, let's spread the ball around and force these other def- – force the defenses that we're playing against to really kind of focus on, well, who are they going to throw to this time? Number one, what you're doing is you're disrupting their flow, and number two, you're controlling the clock. So if Kirk Cousins wants to go out and throw for almost 4,000 yards, 3,500, and has 25 touchdowns, three interceptions, those are all good. But if you know you got six minutes left in the game and you're down or you're up by a touchdown, why would you not want to hold on to that ball instead of trying to score one more time or kick a field goal? Run the time off the clock because you know your defense might not be able to stop that. Well, that's why 
Well, he, so he doesn't have that liberty. To this is why I said it's both of their faults. When it, I said Zimmer is to blame and so is Kirk Cousins, but I'm not entirely blaming Kirk Cousins because at least when I'm looking at the stats, what I'm seeing is, okay, Kirk Cousins in terms of going out, scoring points, spreading the ball around, those important things, he is getting those things done. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but I think that's a shared responsibility between Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer. And when the defense is playing poorly, which also falls on Mike Zimmer as the head coach to take control of the whole team, half of his team is playing poorly. And there's a, I guess you could say a half of the other half of the team. So at that point, a quarter of the team uh, or a, a quarter of the other portion of the team is not playing well because, you know, time management is an important thing, right? So we could say that's, let's say it's a quarter for just argument's sake. So he's got three quarters of his teams failing. And even if you say, all right, half of that blame goes on Kirk Cousins, you still have a good amount of blame going to Mike Zimmer, which is why I said I'm not taking away blame from Kirk Cousins, but at least Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, is going out and doing, um, I would say, generally speaking, a lot more good than bad. So how how is it that when Kirk Cousins got there, they had an elite defense, they had Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, they had the weapons, they had a defense, how did they not get to the Super Bowl? How did this team not get there? Because you had Harrison Smith, you had Anthony Barr, you had Everson Griffin on, just, when he was good, you had Xavier Rhodes John, when he was elite. Ask, I want to ask a question to you. So just because you have everything going right, you have to make the Super Bowl every year? I, but I, I'm, I'm just, just saying, like, I'm just, that no, I'm just team went to the – but that team went to the conference championship the year before because, with Case Keenum, and then because, they go they go and get Kirk Cousins to replace Case Keenum. That's really the only thing they did, and they got worse. How? John, because because teams take on their personality of their head coach. When Jason Garrett was the head coach in Dallas, the team looked like all they cared about was. But just Mike Zimmer was there both years. The head coach didn't change. Coach. Mike Zimmer's not a good coach, John. It, it oh, just John, went from Keenum to Cousins, which John, should have been an upgrade. First of all, just so you know, Kirk Cousins' first season in Minnesota, they didn't make the playoffs. 2018. 2018 was his first season, and they he played in 16 games, and they missed the playoffs. They were second in their division. They missed the playoffs. So I'm just but you're hitting, But, they Jake, you're hitting John's point. They got I know, worse. I'm just, I'm just correcting how? him on the point. I'm, I'm just all. asking, like, how do you get worse when you go from Keenum to Cousins? Like, I don't oh, understand that. I've been asking oh. that for years. How's that possible? Because that team was in the NFC Championship, and right, then they miss the playoffs. It's all Kirk Cousins' fault, I guess. So, I guess it's two his fault. You guys are five and seven, or whatever, six and seven, right? I'm just saying, wherever this no, guy goes, they, they don't win. So it's Kirk Cousins' fault they don't win, that the defense is horrible. Sometimes right. some guys are winners, right. some guys aren't. Kirk Cousins isn't a winner. Just like Derek Carr is not a winner. You can look at Derek Carr's stats, he's not a winner. <laughs> like, he's not a so, winner. So first of all, John, how did they lose in 2019? Uh, they played who would eventually go to the Super Bowl of San Francisco 49ers. So they ran into a team that was clearly just better than them. But I don't think you can disagree with that. So that's that's that season. I have to continue to look at the rest of the seasons. But I'm just I'm, I'm I think that was the last shift. year of Diggs, correct? Last year Diggs and they got upset and they traded to Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but but to uh, John's, I, point, I'm sifting through stuff. So, but to oh, John's no point, no go ahead, Eric. No, I was just say to John's point, he makes a very valid point. If you take one key component out of your recipe for success and you replace it with what you think is going to be a better component. But then the result is not the same or better. Well, then you go back and say, well, where did we go wrong? And then you go back and say, well, 
we didn't change our running back. We didn't change our wide receiver. We didn't change our tight ends. Our defense maybe got a little better, maybe a little worse. Don't know. Have to look at those numbers. But the one key component we can focus in on is saying, well, we got rid of Case Keenum and we got Kirk Cousins. Well, Case Keenum got us to the NFC Championship game. Kirk Cousins didn't even get us to the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. If we're going to pinpoint something, that's what most people are going to pinpoint. They're not going to look at what what the four of us do. They're not going to peel back the layers and say, well, where do these problems truly exist? They They are on the the surface. With Cousins, Jake, haven't been to the playoffs? Yes, I just told you, Minnesota Miracle. Did they get, no, 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 I meant with Cousins, because that was with Keenum. The Minnesota Minneapolis Miracle was Keenum. No, they 2019. Okay. 2019 against the Saints, Kirk Cousins was on that team. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. I'm, I only know that because I looked at the stats. I'm, okay. I'm like 100% certain because I just I saw was just it. asking. They, you. Yeah, no. so, They've made the playoffs that year, and then the next year they missed it. And then okay. here we are. So right now they are 1-2 and two under Kirk Cousins going to the playoffs. That's their record, 1-2. and two. And Minnesota, I don't even think Minnesota's in the conversation this year to make no, the playoffs. They have a chance, I think, just because of okay. the extent, maybe, just, just you know, because there's so many teams the able Eagles to make it. Lead? Do the Eagles lead the wild card it's, now? It's something. They, I think yeah. they have a chance just because there's an extra team now. But so right, right now, I don't know. the wild card of the NFC, mm-hmm. the Vikings would be fifth. Okay. They are a game back, which right. they've blown many games that they should have won. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't really – say that they're out of it because if they win those games they're they're right in it fine so the vikings yeah. right now no, no the eagles are above the vikings the eagles have a yeah. better record than the vikings yeah that so that the vikings can't be five they're in the fifth spot for the wild card i'm talking about division leaders john wild no, I know. no he's so right because rams washington 49ers eagles vikings eagles vikings yes i know that's the okay. fifth yeah, so the vikings aren't in the playoffs at the moment no, right. we're saying they're in the fifth okay. wild card. Right. So that's like, not good. So if they no. don't get in, then their record would be one and three under Kirk Cousins as far as making it to the playoffs. And at that point, JB, I would argue, yes, Kirk Cousins is the problem because you're already one and two. If you don't make the playoffs this year, Mike Zimmer, you're the problem. Kirk Cousins, you're the problem. Defense needs to get better. DC needs to get fired. Like you said, JB, to start this whole conversation, blow it up, fire oh, sale, thing. move the whole on. Thing. They had a they had a really good team a couple of years ago. It's it's yep. garbage now. You can't close out games when you play the way that Detroit used to play when they were actually decent and exactly. they would lose these games. And San Diego would, well, LA, I would love calling them. Chargers still do that. And the Chargers still do that exactly. Yep. When you do that, you're not a good team. Good teams win games like that. You're right. Absolutely. You're right. All right. We are running out of time. So, gentlemen, do we have any final thoughts before we wrap things up here? Nope. I'm excited to get my uh, Manscaped package. And thank you guys for turning me on to Manscaped. Shout out to Sideline Sports. 20% off SSN. I appreciate y'all, as always. Check Absolutely. out Score No Score, 
our yes, Eric. We'll start with you, Eric. Where can they find you? As always, as always Monday, Monday nights and Wednesday nights, part of the Sideline Sport Network family, Sports Arena, 10 p.m. Eastern. With my man John Shear, JB Ellis has joined us. Jake, I'm waiting for you to come on the show, man. <laughs> Give me an invitation. I will be there, man. You already have an invitation. You, you every got an Monday, open door. every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. All you got to do, brother, is show up and get you ready. You got it. I will. Right. I will let you know within the next. I will be on. I'm saying it now. I'll be on within the next two weeks. Fair enough. Promise. And it. then. Every Thursday night throughout the NFL season, uh, Alex Fleming's NFL carousel. We're getting to the nitty gritty of that. A couple weeks left before we end season two. And uh, shout out to everybody that supported and rode with us through this entire process. And as always, I'm thankful to be a part of the Sideline Sports Network family, man. Thank you guys for having me and making me a part of this wonderful group. JB, where can they find JB underscore the program. The Alex Fleming NFL Carousel, producing the NBA Carousel, uh, the program I believe, the Inscriber Magazine, my sideline sports, uh, been on the sports arena, probably go back there, a, a great show. If you're not watching this show, thank God we don't compete because they're both great shows. I, I, I want to watch both of them. Wait, I can't watch myself. I guess I have to watch this on tape. Just don't watch John. Uh, watch know, on tape. Really you are really an old man. You know that? Hey, 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 I watch I watch comment. game tape all the time. I don't want to hear that. That's different. That's different. That is I a watch, whole different I, story. I rewatch this show. That's, I watch all the shows. That's game tape. On, on tape, yes. It's full tape, Jake. It's full, It's an industry term. Okay, okay. Jeez, you're like Dan Mullen not recruiting during the season. John. Where can they find you, John? <laughs> uh, you can find me, of course, Sports Arena Monday and Wednesday nights, 10 Eastern time. Alex Fleming's NFL Carousel Thursday nights from seven to eight. Um, you can find there's we got the NBA Megan Price's NBA Carousel Monday nights. Don't forget about that. We got the sip off Thursday nights. We got of course, I mean sideline sports every morning four a.m. DBNA television. You're gonna want to check that out. And then of course eight thirty Eastern time Tuesday nights. And uh, you got, I'm on Cardiac Kane, Finn Fanatic, I write for, Inscriber Magazine, I write for, Fox Sports 1340 AM, I write for. And I don't think I forgot anything, but if I did, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, the most important place with the most important face. Don't forget and your manscape. Don't, 20... don't forget your ball toner, John. That's yes. very important. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, just look up my name. But most importantly, as always, you can find line, find Sideline Sports at the following places. As you see going across the bottom of your screen, Instagram and Twitter is Sideline Sport 1. YouTube, Facebook, we have a group page and just a you know business page on Facebook. Just look up Sideline Sports. We're on DBNA Television, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you find your podcasts. And last but not least, checking out Score No Score. And again, 20% off at Manscaped with free shipping with the promo code SSN. If you go to manscaped.com right now, Eric already did it. Guys, I don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, just, go do it. Just think about it this. You're going to need your bowl deodorant when you're involved in that great score to score game. Absolutely. Your when you're sweating. When you're sweating, you're going to need that. All right. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. 
I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews.